0: Hello everybody and welcome back to another episode of Strong Stylish. I'm your host Sonoda, rockin' solo today, and I just wanted to bring you guys a little bonus episode I would like to title, Cinderella Dreaming" because I have been doing a lot of thinking about Cinderella the past few days, if you see me on Twitter, I've been posting a lot of my thoughts there on it, and the first couple of rounds of the tournament have been polarizing, to say the least. You've had a lot of double eliminations, four to be exact, if I'm correct, no, three... Three, so on the left side of the bracket we had Shuri versus Ami Mura, the former Ami, no Ami Sode, sorry Ami Sode, the former Ami Miura from Actress Girls making her Stardom debut. It was a good match. Check it out. Uh, the second match in the bracket saw Himika take on Uruaka, What you expect there? Himika moves on, setting up the uh, encounter between Shuri and Himika. Next up, we had uh, Miu Amasaki taking on Hazuki. Hazuki defeats her by submission, moves on to face the winner of the next round, a match rather, which was Azumi versus Momo Watanabe. Azumi picks up the win there, rolls up uh, Momo, picks up her first ever victory, career victory over Momo, I believe. Next up, we saw uh, Julia versus uh, Tekla. Julia moves on there. Next up, we had Koguma defeating Fukig Death. Next up, we saw Say defeat Rina. And then on the last last match on the left side of the bracket, we saw Lady C being defeated by My Sakurai. Everybody shake your fists. And on the other side, we had Sai Tani getting a bye in the first round. And then Micah defeating Hanan, which is what you would, uh, which is what you would expect to happen. We had an upset of the bracket, uh, upset a lot of people's bracket, which was Natsupoi defeating Starlight Kid, which was an excellent match. Another one I would recommend to check out. We had uh, Hina's return to stardom against Inagi Sayaka. Inagi moving on there. Next up, we had uh, Star Stablemates, Mai Iwatani, defeating Momokogo to move on to the second round. Next up, we saw... Uh, Waka Tsukiyama being defeated by Saki Kashima setting up Mayu against her tournament demon Saki Kashima next up we saw uh, Mirai defeating Mina Shirakawa uh, Dark Mina, Crazy Mina came out only lasted for a little bit as Mirai was unfazed after it then we saw the first the double limb here which was a time limit draw between Tam Nakano and Tommy Hayashita, which I see why they did this one, because it's going to set up an idle blood feud between them. They're probably going to be locked into a special singles match on either that pay-per-view, the pay-per-view coming up on 429 or further down the line. They're going to have a big singles, uh, special singles match somewhere. And then in the second round, we had Micah, taking on Sai Kamitani, which also led to an uh, over-the-top rope draw. Mika immediately challenges for the white belt. Sai accepts. So that match is set for 429. On the other side, second round, we had Himeka versus Shuri ended in a draw, which also set up the long-awaited title match, red belt match, for Himeka, which he asked for months ago. Sure, he finally is giving her, so that's also set for 429. This is not how a lot of us wanted Himika to get to the red belt match, but this is how we got here. I kind of feel like, in this situation, the Cinderella, I'm thinking maybe, just maybe, that Kairi was supposed to win it to set up the encounter with her and Saya Kamatani, but since she injured her uh, eardrum, I think that kind of derailed that plan, so they had to change it up. But from where, with all the double limbs and the shenanigans that happened in the tournament, where we are now with the four that are left, which we'll get to in a little bit, I think they're in a good spot. There's a lot of things that can come out of this, and there's a lot of things that can potentially happen in the five-star, which would all be good for stardom. So in the second round, on the left side of the bracket, Hazuki defeated Izumi, which is a fantastic match. It was one of my favorites of the tournament. I would definitely go check these out. And then we had Koguma versus Julia, another excellent match. Koguma's uh, second and third round matches, I would highly recommend both of them. She uses she uh, puts her PhD to use and outsmarts both her opponents, outwits them. Took up two big victories, defeating both Julia and Saeida to move on to the final round, or the semi-final round against Hazuki. So that's it. So the left side of the bracket is FWC tag team partners Hazuki versus Kogumo to move on to the final round of the Cinderella tournament. On the right side of the bracket, we have Natsupoi defeating Yunagi Sayaka after they reprised their rubber band shenanigans from their previous encounter. Uh, You know, Natsupoi's having a sleeper tournament here. She was not pegged to go far in a lot of people's brackets. A lot of people didn't even have her getting past Starlight Kid, which we all thought would be sitting pretty in the finals right now. But Natsupo is moving on to the semifinals to face when one of the, I'd say the best match of the tournament, hands down. There's no reason, maybe only 17 seconds long. But Saki Kashima, revivals by Mayu Utani right out of the tournament. And if you want to hear a crowd lose their mind, you know, we have clap crowds, but this this crowd was anyway. They were hot, they were live, they were making noise, they were gasping. It was a it was just like a moment. You had to you have to experience it. So Saki Kashima defeated Mayu Watani to move on to face Mirai, who got a bye from the double elimination of Tam Nakano and Itami Hashita. So she's sitting. In this, uh, waiting for her third round opponent, which ends up being Saki Kashima. Saki Kashima also had herself a uh, not little so run in the tournament. All her matches are good. She surprised the hell out of Mayu, and then she got a good match out of Mirai. So on the right side of the bracket, we have Natsupoi versus Uri, which should be a really good one. You know, a few days ago, Mirai winning this thing wasn't even a thought of my mind. You know, I already knew. That Saki was my tournament demon, but my my whole thought process was okay if it's not Julia, which you know a lot of times in these tournaments we always peg Julia to go farther than she does, and with her being wrapped up with prominence, I don't think she'll be done with them anytime soon. She still has to go through the uh, future big match with Suzu, and possibly another singles match with Risa Sarah. But where we're at right now, we have Koguma versus Hazuki, which Hazuki should win that one. Fairly certain, but I wouldn't I would not put it past uh, Koguma picking up the victory here. Two reasons. We have Natsupoi taking on Mirai on the other side, and it's pretty easy to, you know, just be like, okay, they have a lot of stake in Mirai. And when she came out for that match against Saki, the crowd loves her. They were eating up that clap. They were into it. They, she is quickly becoming a fan favorite. But the one thing that I can see, I can see Poi winning the whole tournament because she has that little friendly rivalry going on with uh, Saya, Kamatani, Saya Busa. So this could lead to their rematch for the white bout. And who knows? This could be Natsupoi's time. You know, but then on the other, on the other hand, let's say that... Micah wins at on 429 to become the new one year starting champion. Now, Hazuki winning, if, if finals ends up being Hazuki versus Mirai. If Hazuki wins, she doesn't have any sort of relation to either of the champions, whether it be Micah or Saya, or uh, there's no way that uh, Himika winning this match. Sorry to say it. I love Himika too, but she's not beating Shuri. But Mirai does have involvement with both, whether it be if Micah wins, if she has involvement with Micah, and she also has a direct relation to Sherry, she could ask for a rematch there, or she could go after Micah and the white belt. The only person that I can see coming out of this and actually winning their title match would be Natsupoi, defeating Saya Kamatani if that's the result. So, depending on what happens on 429, that could lead to a lot of things with the five-star Grand Prix. So let's say Asaya loses to him, uh, to Micah and she loses the wonder star in championship. This could kick that door wide open for her to have one hell of a five-star run. She might even win it. Look, she won the Cinderella last year. Got hot. You know, her first match with Tam really good that uh the match on 1229. And then look, if she loses here, on uh, 429, that's a four-month reign for her. That's a good run. She's had a string of good defenses, and she could seamlessly transition into the world uh, title picture with uh, relative ease. If Micah have in the white belt, that'd be, it'd be a change of style, actually. Instead of getting Sayaka, Metani-style matches. Well, I know a lot of people aren't a fan of her. There are a lot of people that aren't too hot. Asaya Kamatani, I love her personally. She's one of my favorites in the promotion. She's one of my top in the world right now. But let's just say that she loses to Micah. She could have one hell of a five-star, maybe potentially even win. There's three people that I can see winning the five-star this year. Four is a wild horse. Dark horse, wild card, however you want to put it. But that wild card would be Utami. Because I can just see she's money. I can just see them. What did I write down in my notes here for that? In my notes, one, bear with me for one moment. Where did I leave this? I know where it is. Bear with me real quick. Oh yeah, so this is what I wrote about Utami in this situation. So Utami winning the five star would not be a bad option. She's been a bit of a drought, with avenging her one of one of her only losses last year, clean loss to Tam, and then catching fire in the five star and then you know winning it. That would not be that would that would be a bad deal for her starting. Yeah, you know she won it two years ago, but her winning it again would would not surprise me. Do I think it's gonna happen? No, but it is it is it is an option. So the five star come down to all and all of them two of them have you Tommy in the final on the other side. It just depends on who. Cause last year I had the finals being Starlight like Kid versus Julia, which might possibly happen now. But I have it either being Julia versus you Tommy. 'cause they've never done that match before. In this kind of situation. I don't even know if they even have a singles match. Proper. But. If you're going to do that match. This, the finals of the Cinderella. Just like last year when they had. Sherry versus Momo have that big time match. That match felt huge. They even had a little uh, interview. With Momo. Uh, before the match. That match had a lot of weight to it. That match felt heavy. It, You know everybody was invested into that one. Even people that aren't normally really invested in the start and we're looking forward to that one. they were they were gripped into it so we can have julia versus utah big time match first time ever possibly i'm not 100 certain on that but if there was ever time to do that match why not in the finals of the five star and then also too, a match where i hope they keep them away from each other because i've seen people talking about how uh, to keep Tommy warm which she doesn't need to be she doesn't need to be involved in anything she could be the one like much how momo and mayu used to do where they would be the ones in special singles matches on cards not chasing any title tag or otherwise but you could people wanted Aphrodite to catch fire which would be good but i don't want she needs to stay away from momo i know they keep they keep doing the faction five uh five women's and those kind of matches, but those don't really mean anything. I'm talking about, like, direct action with tags and stuff like this. So keep her away from Momo, and if you do, have them on the opposite sides of the bracket. You can have Momo versus Tommy. You could also do this there. Momo wins that, because it is time for Momo to win this. My God, is it time for her. So those are my two picks for the five-star tournament. As far as the uh, immediate things, I think that uh, Mirai and Ami should win the Tag uh, the tag League. That'd be perfect for them. Give them something to do. Have them hold something. They could have some killer defenses. They can take them belts off of uh, Momo and Starlight. That'd be a good fit. Also, I would be against... This is something for me personally. Uh, Yutami... Uh, defeating Azumi and becoming the new high-speed champion, letting her have fun. You know, maybe bring back the mask, have to do some lucha stuff, let her uh, have fun, maybe uh, add some little stuff to her arsenal. And you know, there's three things she hasn't done. She hasn't won the high-speed, the Wonders Belt, or the Cinderella. So those three things. The one thing that she could do right now is hold high-speed. Doesn't have to be a long reign. Doesn't have to be anything crazy. She could just win it. And look, I know she's not high-speed style, but if Mayu can challenge for the SW Way belt, why can't Yutami challenge for the high speed belt? That could be something to do for her. Um, you know, if it gets this far, I can see Julia versus. Um, Julia versus Suzu happening at the year end climax. I can see that taking all year to get through there. I can see Risa Sarah standing in the way. As far as. The guest appearance, I can see Risa Sarah being involved in the five-star because I know she wants to crack at the red belt. Uh Suzu would not be in there because she has no interest in any title on Stardom right now. Her only focus is Julia, so eventually we'll get there. We could have uh uh Nag- Nagisa Nozaki, the wave and diana champion she could be involved in the five star that'd be a fantastic guest appearance or we could have which i think should happen it should be the one we need to have maria from marvelous be in the same bracket as unagi get there right where we go maybe this will lead to a future unagi match in marvelous so these are my uh quick little thoughts on the five star and what it could mean for the The five, sorry, the five star, the Cinderella and what it can mean for the five star and the rest of the year for stardom, actually. There's a few things coming out of this. You know, we could give, I wouldn't be opposed to giving Queen's Quest the artist belts. You know, it would give give, uh, Yutami something to do. I mean, she's not, She's never going to be cold. She's already a made star. People are going to be investing in, anytime she wants to uh, heat up, people are going to latch on to it. But as far as that goes, yeah, I can. If Saya comes out of this as still the Wonder Champion, she's one hundred percent going into a, a match with Kyrie. If Micah comes out of this, then that'll mean either a Mirai won, or you know maybe maybe she does end up wrestling Hosaki. Who knows? But this is just a, a couple of thoughts that I had for the. Cinderella and its uh, potential implications, and thank you guys for listening, and I'll catch you guys next time.